Hello, and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. My name is Claudia Espinosa, and I'm editor of the Mexico Energy Report. And I'm joined today by our senior energy analyst for the Americas, James Fowler, to talk about the recent elections in Mexico and energy policy in the country. James, could you give us a brief profile of Mexico's new president, AMLO, and his views on Mexico's energy industry? Yes, Claudia, and thanks, thanks very much for arranging the podcast and inviting me to participate. Um, well, I guess AMLO, Andres Manuel López Obrador, is, is where I'm famous for being kind of a, a, an outspoken, left-leaning populist, in some ways an equivalent of Donald Trump, um, a Mexican equivalent of Donald Trump, but in some ways not obviously left-leaning, which is different from Trump, and he's also a career politician as well, which is also something that's different from the U.S. president. Um, in terms of the, of the energy industry, um, he has been quite outspoken in his support for a strong um, state participation in the energy industry. Um, what do we mean by that? Well, um, talking about strong um, state enterprises being involved in everything from the production of energy right down to the distribution of energy. Um, and when we talk about state enterprises in Mexico, um, that would be Pemex, the state oil company, and CFE, the state power utility. Um, of course, once you get into government and once you get into power, things become a lot more complicated. And so all these promises and all these outspoken comments, all these pieces, these, um, these comments have been made against the energy reform uh, prior to the election and the lead up made, you know, it's going to be a lot more difficult, I think, for, for them to actually implement a lot of the policies that they've, 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 they've talked about or a lot of the, the strategies they wanted, uh, they've, they've outlined before as well. With that in mind, what should we expect to see from the new AMLO government in terms of energy policy? It's a good question. Um, uh, right now, it's anyone's guess. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the manifestos, there are clearly positions that have been outlined in terms of, like I said, strengthening the state and uh, uh, the participation of straight state enterprises, um, trying to build more hydroelectric uh, plants, um, looking at freezing gasoline prices, energy prices. Um, these are all statements that the government have made about, uh, or that AMLO has made prior prior to entering the government about what they want to do in terms of energy policy. Um, I will say though, it's probably the most the most certain thing is that we're going to see a lot of uncertainty uh, over the next few months, um, especially as the new government prepares to take power and then outlines its its energy policy um, once it's actually in power. Now on the upstream side, there's going to be issues um, surrounding surrounding the uh, the contracts that have been awarded. Um, AMLO has said that he wants to revise and review all these contracts that were awarded to private companies for exploration and production of oil and gas. Um, the expectation is that that's going to happen, um, and that will take probably at least six months to go through. I don't think that we are going to see any um, real uh, impacts from that review process. Everyone seems to be pretty confident that those contracts are pretty watertight. Um, however, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see any more like licensing round, any more assets being made available for for um, uh, private exploration and, and production. Um, certainly, in the first year of this government, maybe even longer. Um, they aren't going to nationalise. They said that that from the start it's been very implicit that they're not going to expropriate any assets. So that should reassure some investors as well. Um, but they are going to be in a position to make changes to uh, to the energy laws. Uh, the, the two laws that enabled the energy reform. 
the hydrocarbon flow and the lady uh, energy or the industry electric electrical industry law in 2014, um, they are going to be in a position should they want to to change those laws. And if they wanted to, I, I think what that would do is basically strengthen the participation of state enterprises significantly panics. They've already talked about um, breaking down the kind of asymmetric um, separation in panics, making the company one big company again rather than having these little or uh, these smaller companies which are focused on certain sectors. Um, they haven't mentioned doing the same for the CFAE, which would, I think, be more damaging to the power market, but it's something that we should be aware of or something that we need to watch as well. Um, it has to be said, though, that even though you know that there is this, these, these kind of um, AMLO and Nacionale who are, are certainly left-leaning, there is a pro-business lobby within the AMLO government as well, which um, which does have a certain sway. And it, they, 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 the initial messages which have been given out by the government show that, or by AMLO since his inauguration, show that he is open to private sector investment. Um, and, and that's an important signal. Um, I, that, that's why I don't think we're going to see nationalizations or expropriations. There will be opportunities to invest in Mexico going forward. Just in what shape they will be, I don't know. What do you think could be the impact on the gas and power markets from the AMLO presidency? Well, in the short term, I, I don't think we're going to see any big impact. Um, neither market has been politically very important in terms of animating AMLO support base. Um, certainly not when compared to the upstream sector, which because of its history of resource nationalism um, is, is more important. So for the next few months, it should be business as usual uh, in terms of the gas and the power sector. Um, what I don't think we're going to see is a, a whole host of new investments. I don't think we're going to see a whole host of new entrants in the market. The companies that are here are going to maintain their position, um, but I think the companies that are uh, evaluating entrants into Mexico don't yet have a stake here are probably going to hold off for at least six to 12 months to get an idea of what the new, um, what the new government stance is going to be. Uh, my big concern in the longer term for the power and gas market is, is not that we, um, it's not that they, you know everything is, is written off and, 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 and um, companies aren't able to, to participate. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um, I just worry about there being not much more progress towards open markets. What we have right now on the, on the power and the gas markets is incomplete markets. Um, we have markets which are on the way towards being open aren't fully deregulated yet, aren't fully liberalized, um, and, and need to fine tune to be able to get to that point. And my concern is that this government is not going to prioritize that. Um, and so rather than having uh, uh, everything being renationalized again, which I don't think will happen, we just don't see things progress as they should do or as they have been in other markets. Um, the thing about private investment, like I was saying as well, you have to imagine you can be you can be open to private investment in Mexico um, without having open traded power and gas markets. Um, companies invested in the Mexican power sector prior to the energy reform, there was the IPP power plants, there was private pipelines that were built um, by companies like TransCanada, all prior to the energy reform. And companies were able to make money off these assets and this infrastructure. The issue was they weren't able to optimize those assets and make the most out of those assets because they didn't have open traded markets available to them. Um, and so while you can be pro uh, private investment, that doesn't necessarily mean you're open to full deregulation of, of, these, of, of the power and the gas markets. And so that would be my concern, that we don't see full progress towards deregulation or liberalization, um, or maybe just a stasis, uh, a continuation of the, of the kind of half 
off markets that we have in place right now. What effect could a Morena government have on the U.S.-Mexico energy trade? And could you explain also what a Morena government would be? Well, yes, sorry. Uh, so I guess the Morena government, uh, AMLO is the leader of Morena. That's his political party. Um, and his um, political party is going to have majorities in both the Senate and, well, his, his political party and uh, a couple of uh, um, parties that they're allied with in coalition are going to have majorities in both Congress, or both uh, chambers of Congress, con- Congress, chambers of deputies, um, and, the, and the Senate. Um, in terms of U.S.-Mexico energy trade, in the short term, I don't think we are going to see any any impacts. Um, Mexico needs to import from the U.S. It needs to import gas. It needs to import LPGs. It needs to import gasoline, diesel. Um, these the, 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 the Mexican economy without these imports would grind to a halt. Um, and so I really don't think that we're going to see any kind of deterioration in trade, certainly not within the next couple of years. In the longer term, should uh, the Morena government should AMLO, uh, achieve some of the policies he set out, or some of the, the strategies set out, such as building new refineries to, um, uh, to, to, to produce more fuels domestically, building new hydroelectric plants to reduce the uh, import of natural gas uh, for power generation, um, should he be able to achieve those goals, then you could see a decline in imports in the future. Uh, but that's not going to take place for, I, I would say, at least four or five years. I mean, if you start building hydroelectric plants next year, um, you're not going to see them online for at least three years, four years. Um, refineries are going to take even longer to build. Um, you could kind of retrofit the existing ones, but even then, you're talking about big investments that are going to take a period of time. Um, so in the short term, I don't see any impact. In the longer term, there could potentially be some impact. But remember as well that we're talking about uh, a company like Mexico where it's not necessarily easy to build projects. We've seen a lot of gas pipelines being held up, power plants being held up by social issues. These social issues are also going to be something that the new government has to contend with. Um, building hydroelectric plants on rivers has a big impact on local communities, um, just like building pipelines does as well. So being able to build these pipelines, uh, all these projects sorry, on time, get them out and get them constructed on time, um, is, is going to be a challenge for the new government and faces just as, as the current government faces. So in that sense, I wouldn't be too concerned, certainly not for the next couple of years, about U.S.-Mexico uh, energy trade. Um, going forward, it really just depends on how successful the government is in implementing its its ideas for producing more within Mexico. This kind of, this, this motto, Ramos a Promocia, which we're both, um, both AMLO and, and Russell and Ali have, have, have said in the lead up to the election, we are going to produce here, we are going to produce in Mexico. Um, if they are successful in implementing strategies towards those goals, then I think, you know, there could be an impact on U.S. Uh, Mexico, uh, U.S. exports to Mexico. But again, that, that's going to take some time. Thanks, James. That's all we have time for today. But if you'd like to find out more, do check our website, www.icis.com.